Marvel Phase 4, a.k.a. the Tentacle Phase. All right, let's do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of a way to say this that's not, like, rude, but, it, like, you're blowing your load early. Hey! <laughs> and that has been Lunchbox TV. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Lunchbox Reviews. Today we are doing Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I am joined by uh, Alex. Hello. And Michelle. Hello. So just a quick uh, overview from Google. Shang-Chi confronts the past he thought he left behind when he's drawn into the web of the mysterious Ten Rings. Shang-Chi, of course, stars Toronto's very own Simu Liu. Uh, Aquafina, the legendary Tony Leung, Michelle Yeoh, among others. So before we get to our spoiler discussion, what did you guys think of the movie? Free of spoilers. I I I will start. I will start. I awesome, amazing, and and like the whole Marvel fatigue thing that we've been talking about for the past few weeks. It it it's like. I wouldn't even say it disappeared. This just did not feel like a Marvel movie. And I was so happy that it did not feel like a Marvel movie until it did feel like a Marvel movie. And, and, but, but, but like that's a spoiler and that's like a post-credit thing. Like, yeah, that's, uh, that's but the entire movie, self-contained, beautiful, uh, only like a little like link to like a past Marvel movie, which is a character that pops up, no biggie. Uh, but uh, I, I thought it was great. It delivered on everything like an action movie uh, should be, and it met my expectations of great choreography and action, top notch. Maybe the the best we've ever seen in 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 a Marvel movie. Oh, I I agree. I was so I wasn't sure what I thought about it though. I had so many people telling me like you're gonna like it, you're gonna like it. I was like no no no, we'll see. <laughs> I liked it. Everyone was right who told me I would like it. I absolutely loved it. Um, without specific spoilers the first half of the movie I was like okay I I'm okay with this this is great and then when the second half of the movie came I was like wait no this is different and I am obsessed with it um it went places that I was not necessarily expecting for a Marvel movie and I saw things that I wasn't necessarily expecting for a Marvel movie that just blew my absolute mind and I loved it I was a little nervous with the way the story was going that I wasn't gonna love it and I was totally wrong absolutely adored it um, it's easily for me in the top five of my favorite Marvel movies and I'm going to see it again I'm like looking for I'm actively looking for people <laughs> who haven't seen it who I can go to the theaters with I'm like do you want to see it you want to go see it um, I, I really really enjoyed it and to what Alex said the Marvel fatigue what what Marvel fatigue this movie is just a league of its own in my opinion so loved it great yes I agree completely with both of you. Um, We've we mentioned it several times, the Marvel fatigue, and uh, especially when we got Black Widow. And, you know, although some of the, uh, the the Disney Plus series are okay, it wasn't like, wow, right? Even what if we like liked one episode of it. And uh, so going into this, it was, it was sort of kind of uh, what's going to happen now. But uh, it, it blew me away. The action was great. The cinematographer is just like, whew, 
so uh yeah i was almost gonna just go into spoiler territories over there but uh yes i i really loved it a lot and we should start with a spoiler so you know what <laughs> Wait, before before we spoil we should all talk about where we saw it and how we saw it because we've done that for the past couple movies <laughs> we're we're talking about since uh, uh you watched it imax that's the one i paid for and then my friend got two tickets to just a regular one so i've, I've seen it twice has to be at all you guys have seen it in imax or something really big yeah I, I i saw vip uh it was i was a little closer to the screen so like when the action was happening i was just kind of like doing one of those uh but like if i would have known about like the entire third act and how that action was going to look i would have just went imax from the get-go because yeah you, you have to watch this in imax alex i had the same experience i was in the frontest row the ones that like lie down <laughs> i was uh, dying <laughs> oh, uh, no. it was challenging it was a little bit challenging yeah. like i saw it in the vip that's where i like see my movies but i'm 100 going to see it again further back <laughs> and hopefully yeah. in IMAX as well. <laughs> Either way, theater experience did not see it in a drive-in this time. So, uh, you know, <laughs> back in the theater with real humans, not just stuck in the car. <laughs> Man, I hate that front row. We're just like, was that Falcor? Yeah, yeah, I'm literally like, cause uh. the screen's so big. So when stuff <laughs> is moving quickly from one side to the other, I'm like, put, put, like <laughs> flipping my head back and forth. Um, so I ended up having, a, honestly, a gnarly headache by the end of it. Didn't, it, didn't ruin my movie going experience, honestly. I was just like dead when I got home. <laughs> uh, so with that, we're going to go into spoiler territories. We're going to discuss the stuff that we like, that we didn't like. Uh, so let's get the ball rolling with the stuff that we liked. Michelle, I mean, I'll, I'll go well, first yeah, and I'm yeah. going to jump right into the thing that I like the most, which is the third act. Um, I'm just going to spoil that part. So when they kind of talked about it being this like, fantasy situation where there's like mystical creatures and this not I got nervous oh I don't I don't know it felt so grounded in this like urban story in the city and the fighting it felt very like not high fantasy and not mystical creatures and then they kind of moved into that act where they did through the maze and then they showed up um the creatures were so cool but like the big soul-sucking creature and then the dragon in particular I oh my I get chills thinking about how sick that dragon is just the character design and the way it looked it looked so good like a big monster battle in a Marvel movie hello it was oh it was sick it was so cool and the design and the in particular the dragon and the way the dragon moved was flawless to me I don't know I had no notes I was like I'm just here for this. I, I want more of this. This is so good. I thought it would feel cartoony or silly. And it didn't. The stakes continued to raise, even though there were these like silly looking mystical creatures, but they were just so well done that it just felt like it totally belonged in this story. And I loved it so, so much. It's a great looking Pokemon. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely a Vulpix there. I'm pretty sure. It was a nine tail. Yeah. I said this. I, was in, I literally said that out loud. I was like, oh my God, it's nine tail. <laughs> Loved it. So cute. So cute. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, just judging by the trailers, I was hoping for something uh, that kind of reminded me of, like, the old classic movies that I love, like Golden Child with Eddie Murphy and, 
Big Trouble in Little China, just, just like cool kung fu movies with crazy magic in it. And like, and, and this was it. This was definitely it. And we haven't had one of those movies in in ages. And and I think the, like the reason why the the whole mystical stuff works so well in the third act is that like it was gradual like in, in the first act you had that really cool so, sorry not first act just in the first scene you had the really cool uh scene with uh with with, with like the rings you see the powers as, as they they happen you have that crouching tiger hidden dragon uh fight scene and um and and, and then like gradually you see the little pokemon creature with no face and no butt uh what was his name was morris. 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 morris morris the chicken morris. pig yeah that's it <laughs> and, and 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 then yeah you you just get to the uh the end of the movie where where, where you see it all just balls out crazy so so like yeah that's that's why it works so well uh to me uh and as for a thing i like uh simply put the action it was it was awesome all the set pieces were great like it's hard to pick out like my, uh, like a favorite uh, but it was just like every time there was action, it delivered. Uh, I really like the Ten Rings, the, the actual Ten Rings, because well, as some comic fans know, the, the Ten Rings are basically, in the comics at least, they're basically kind of like uh, dollar store infinity stones, uh, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they sort of have their own kind of power for each ring, but I like. Uh, this they work in a in in unison to each other yeah. or whatever it hasn't been really explained we'll kind of get to that later but yeah those 10 rings were really cool and uh another thing i'd like to add is that tony leung uh when Wu slash the mandarin whatever was a really good villain um yeah. it's i i guess i can put him in my top three that in no particular order between like killmonger and thanos he was he was fully fleshed out he was he was a great dad other than being an international criminal and you know mastermind but uh yeah Tony Leung was really awesome this was as much he was much as much as a uh, heart of this movie as uh Simu Liu was as Shang-Chi um I'm gonna give a special shout out to Aquafina. I I really liked her I've seen her in a couple different things I've honestly I don't always love her specific brand of humor i don't know this like i guess her name is aquafina so that like awkwardness to her um doesn't work for me sometimes in this movie and in this context as like his weird best friend worked really well i actually really bought into their kind of relationship and their friendship it made a lot of sense for me and i kind of liked her her storyline um and just the progression of it there's a couple things i would change but i just thought as as like this friend like the friend character, you know what I mean? Like what Ned is to Spider-Man, like in that kind of role, she she did really well. And I think held her own against like a really fantastic cast. I think everybody was so well cast and so spectacular. And I thought being the the comedy character, um, besides a stupid ma- actual Mandarin, that, the actor, Trevor, besides him and his comedy, which is a different like category to me, um, I thought she held her own really well and brought like, a lo- enough comedy to it but without really cheapening it because we've seen and we've complained about Marvel kind of going a little too silly sometimes and I think her character was a really good in-between character for that uh, her jokes were well placed and didn't ruin any moments at all with the you know it gets tense and here's joke and you're like oh come on that joke didn't yeah. need to be there yeah yeah 
Uh, I, I, I want to expand on that and saying that I am so grateful that like there was no, like there were little hints of it, but thank God there wasn't any like romance. romance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank God. Like platonic yep. friendships between a man and a woman can exist in like, thank God movies are figuring that out. Like it's the biggest bummer. Like like uh, Black Panther was bogged down uh, by that a little because of that. Like it's just there's no reason for this. Like like if, if you're not gonna you you know flesh it out, don't bother. It's not necessary. Um, but yeah yeah. Uh, Aquafina as, as Katie was, was was fun to see, and uh, yeah, good good character relationship, good humor. I uh, just. Again, we'll we'll stay with the with the women here. Uh, they were all badasses, man. From his mom, his aunt, yeah. his sister, and there's a way where some movies just kind of want to write this. Uh, this is gonna you're gonna be a badass woman, and that's all you're gonna do. They but they're kind of just how, how do I phrase? They're just naturally kind of the badass that they are. The, nothing needed to be forced. Like his mom was just his mom was really cool. His aunt was really good. His sister was just their stories were really good, and nothing about those ladies seemed seemed forced. And and I love that about that movie. I that is like I think one of the things I like the most about this movie. This movie managed to deliver more badass female characters than Black Widow did, and like how? Oh yeah. <laughs> and I I love that because like you said, Lou, it wasn't this force. Like they had these really complex backstories that made them badass. It wasn't just like you're a badass and I'm just my character's gonna call you a badass and that's how we know you're a badass they had these really fleshed out stories this really awesome background all of these like emotions and all just so every single female character had a full complete background and story and relevancy to the plot and I absolutely like I I wouldn't change I don't think anything about any of these female characters I, I thought they were all in their own way so spectacular uh, I'd like to say as like a protagonist uh, in the movie, he was very relatable. That That's just like a great hero character to have in a movie. Like, like you, you know his personality, you know his backstory. It's not, like I couldn't even tell you Captain Marvel's backstory. I only saw the movie once and I'm still confused as to like whether she's a human or a Kree or, or like, like, like it's probably an easy explanation, but I couldn't tell you. And I couldn't even tell you the personality because like, she, she, she's really like cocky sometimes but like you see in the Avengers movie she's like really friendly so like, I couldn't tell you like her personality but but like Shang-Chi like you, you can tell where he's at what he is by the end of the movie there's character growth every character has their own arc which is really important and 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 yeah that like great going for for like awesome brand new protagonists that unfortunately, unfortunately, will be folded into the Marvel universe soon enough, which I'm yeah. not looking forward to. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think you touched on. Sorry, I just want to comment on what ahead. Alex said. I think you touched on something, Alex, um, in the fact that he he's such a relatable character, and I think it's been a little while since we've seen a everyman superhero. Um, the only Spider-Man. person I kind of think of is Spider-Man, but even oh, yeah, then, he's Spider- like super yeah. smart. Yeah. Um, so he kind of has, and obviously like he's trained like the martial arts thing and all that like very trained but like working as as a um 
oh my gosh a valet and like the whole commentary and you're just like a normal a normal dude and then even at the end the callback when the friends are like i told you to like do something cool and like why are you coming back with this lie <laughs> i just think that's also what makes these characters relatable because they're living like working these like crappy jobs and just kind of and they're, they're they seem relatively content with it they're like you know what this is we're doing our thing it's all good and i loved that about the character so that it's not like you know a tony stark you don't get like the billionaire philanthropist you don't get the super smart character you don't get like born in wakanda black panther and all of the lineage and all mm -hmm. of that so you can still have these characters kind of rise to the occasion even though like they're just normal at the start of the movie and i i yeah. like that a lot yeah um another thing that i like that really stood out uh in this movie um i i think Alex already mentioned it earlier was just like the, the martial arts, the, the, the whole fighting, the, the fight scenes was just spectacular. Um, I, I was, to be honest with you, like the first one, I can't remember, I think with, uh, sorry, with uh, Shang-Chi was, was the bus. And I was like, okay, if I kind of saw this in the trailer, if, you know, this, I hope it gets better and it does get better. Every fight gets better. Um, Th that fight with a uh, death dealer, I think uh, he was called, was really awesome. Uh, the the, 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 the one with the mask. Oh, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Death dealer, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. So I, I, I know I said this in, uh, I think, Black Widow was like, oh, it was really good hand to hand combat. And I was like, uh, I'm sorry for that statement. <laughs> <laughs> this is really great. Yeah hand-to-hand -hand combat it's could it maybe the best in the mcu it's it's up there with with like winter soldier yes yeah, sorry uh, sorry yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Winter, 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 winter soldier yeah, yeah winter soldier has some, some really special parts but but yeah i was really happy the I scaffolding fight like a little bit oh. actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that, that, that reminded me of uh i think it was rush hour too they had like the scaffolding part with yeah. like jackie chan and, Christopher and a few I, other I, jackie I chan movies too yeah, yeah, they yeah, referenced yeah. Jackie Chan a lot in this movie too. Yeah, yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, like the bus one with a jacket—that's like a Jackie Chan thing. <laughs> yes, the trademark. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so good. Uh, I, I I also liked how they put the, the TTC, the uh, Toronto Transit, uh, on the map be better than Toronto ever has. In its <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that aside, uh, I'll I'll I will say this. It has made me really excited for movies like Blade uh, or, or something like Moon Knight, where like you get your like brand new character in a standalone story, and 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 you could just be just sit down in the theater and be in that with like no worries of continuity or like or, or anything. Because like I was a little concerned when they introduced the uh, the portal thing in the in the mystical realm, uh, and like there was something behind it. I was dreading that they it was never going to open and it'd be like a tease for like a future monster. Uh, but no, they they introduced it and they dealt with it in in, in like the entire space of time that the movie takes place. So kudos uh, to that. Just to add to that a little bit with like uh, when you were talking about like Blade and Moon Knight, I, they really can just keep them separate from everything, which is what in a way yeah. DC does except like you know the movies aren't that yeah. great but <laughs> yeah yeah they do like that and it's it, it's really good um it was, i was kind of actually bummed just a little bit and i was like oh, oh yeah this is gonna play out to be a bigger thing with everything just yeah 
I, I, I was thinking it was it was Annihilus. Like I was, it was kind of cool. Like oh, Annihilus future movies, but but then it was like oh no, they're introducing it and then they're dealing with it as a movie should do because like Marvel trained us wrong. Where it's like oh, we're gonna have to wait ten more movies and the Fantastic Four will give to you get that plot. finale we wanted. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But but no, it's like okay, this is what they do. Boom, Dweller in the Darkness looks like Cthulhu. Really awesome. <laughs> very cool. Very cool design. Yeah. The the soul suckers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I I I mean I I I like like you mentioned the death dealer, but like I like jobber enemies that that like they look like they were more than jobbers, like like Razor Fist. Razor. Like he had, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had a gimmick. That was cool. Yep. Death dealer had a gimmick. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And and, and, and like it, it brings a lot more life to these movies. It, 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 kind of like how Street Fighter, you see like cool. Like the movie, it was horrible. But like you, you see, like these cool character designs, but they don't really do anything, right? Yeah. But like, yeah, you know. But yeah, yeah. it was cool, cool. Just, uh, just give us that bad guy. No, yeah. no need to explain everything yeah. about him. Just let mm-hmm. him be cool looking. Beautiful. Yeah, just yeah. let him be the mini boss. Like, give me the mini boss yeah. and just carry on with it. Yeah. The <laughs> mid-level boss. <laughs> Middle man. I want to. I want to see though a Razor Fist Hazer Face crossover. Like, give me those two together. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Hey. <laughs> it's marvel it can, it can happen right <laughs> so uh with that we are going we are going to move on to the stuff that didn't really work out that well for us uh so who'd like to go first i'll go first because i think maybe you might disagree with me but i'm open to it um because i half liked half didn't like this so one of the questions I had going into this was how are they going to address like the Mandarin that we've already seen in the movies? Um, how are they going to kind of address that? Cause I know it's like, wait, that's his dad's thing. So like, and I know a lot of people it was going to be, you know what I mean? It was a little disappointing when the Mandarin was revealed as just an actor um, in the Iron Man movies. So they kind of address that a little bit by bringing back this character of Trevor, the actor, and he kind of joins them on their antics. Um, I, I really don't like him. I, I like, I love the actor. I like, like Ben Kingsley or, or whatever his name is. I love him. I hate the character. I absolutely hate the character. To me, like a little moment of a reveal of this character, of them meeting him in the basement and leaving him in the basement would have been perfect for me. Having him come along for the rest of it when I, it just, it, to me, that's where Marvel went too far with the funniness and like the silliness because his character is just too silly for me. And it didn't work. And I, every time he was on screen, I was like, get this dude out of here. I hate him. I don't want to see him. I think you addressed it enough because like the father character addressed that this person had stolen his name and how he felt about it. And like, they really addressed that. And I thought that was super duper awesome. But then having Trevor like tag along, like Morris would have been fine. Like the little chicken pig faceless thing. He had to go home. Morris had to go so home. So cute. Yeah. Love him. Morris is great. No issues with Morris. But then having Trevor tag along, I did not love that at all. It, it, I was worried it was going to ruin, like, I was worried he'd be in too much of the fight scenes and actually start to ruin it for me. They it didn't get that far, but I, I hated him um, as in the third act, like when he progressed forward. I hated that. That was my least favorite thing. I, I, I'm such a disagreer. I definitely disagree. Uh, I knew it. I knew you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he got the biggest laughs out of me. Like, like, um, and out of the theater, to be honest with you, like like, like the theater was, was laughing at, at, at like a lot of his antics because like they came at at, at the right times. Like, like nothing like over the top serious was happening except like the very very end. But even that the the, the playing dead thing, it, it was a nice turn and reveal. 
and the, like it just jumped right out of there but like him uh reacting to that the horse is like whoa what's he looking at that horse right like the, the, <laughs> actually yeah, yeah that was he, pretty funny yeah yeah he, he had these funny lines uh, yeah it, it was okay plus I, I do like the, um, I, I don't know the, if it's retconning as, as much as like just this explanation of like that whole Mandarin thing and, mm-hmm. and uh, how t- Tony Long's character was, was, was just like brushing that aside. Like he was really offended uh, by it, but um, it, it, it's a lot better that they folded the, the, the Mandarin comic story into Shang-Chi instead of using it for Iron Man. Cause mm-hmm. I don't think like mystical elements would work in, in in an Iron Man movie, but um, it pissed a lot of people off. That's all I know. The 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 whole reveal, but but in, in this movie, I was I didn't I didn't quite mind that. And I am in the middle of this, in where uh, Ben Kingsley, uh, I did not mind him there. Like he he didn't do if he wasn't there. I, I, I didn't do anything for me. He's there, just add a little laughs. That's cool. So him being there didn't affect me much. So it, whether he was or wasn't, it was okay with me. Um, but again, with the uh, like the just the Ben Kingsley stuff, I think one of the things that I did not like uh, about Shang Chi, I think the second act was just a little bit slow. Like it dragged. I mean, I'm pretty sure they could have cut like 10, 15 minutes out of that and it would have done nothing for the for, for the movie. But yeah, I think I think it started off really cool and then it slowed to a halt in the second act. And then I guess she makes it cool because the third act just went nuts because but yeah. Second act for me was a bit slow. Okay, I, I gotta say something I don't like. I didn't like. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll I'll just go with, with like the biggest dislike, uh, like of things I've ever disliked. <laughs> it, it, it's got to be the mid credit scene. Like I had zero time for that Marvel shit, like at all. Like like I I saw Captain Marvel. I'm like get out. I saw Bruce Banner. Get out. Like you you don't need this. I don't need this. I I'm I'm okay. Just have your Shang Chi movies. That, that's cool. Like having deal with Shang Chi stuff. But like once, like you're trying to explain stuff, it's like, oh, it's not for, it's not mystical, it's not outer space, it's not scientific. It's like, oh, okay, so it's multi, multi universe. Yeah, we got it. We 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 know this. We we know where it's all going. But um, yeah, I like at that point, I'm like, I saw that. I'm like, I'm not even staying for the post credit scene. I I literally left the theater. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Yeah, I, I don't need more. Although, like when I read the post credit scene, I, I probably should have stuck around. Yeah, I should have stuck around for that because. It did answer you know a few questions about the sister, but yeah, yeah. The the, the Marvel tie-ins basically. I, I I have no time for it right, at at this point. That's part of the Marvel fatigue thing. Yeah. I, then I'm curious what you thought about the Wong abomination fight. I'll get to that. Okay. In my next turn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm too busy you, trying to jump in. It, 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 it might surprise you. Interesting. We're gonna argue again. Oh, <laughs> uh, as far as that mid credit scene i agree completely with alex uh actually i don't like both end credit scenes the mid credit scenes for obvious reason where it's like cool we're gonna tie into the bigger everything hmm ring sent a beacon who could that be oh let's think let's yeah, uh, analyze every trailer now. <laughs> um the second 
I mean, the end credit scene with the sister was just I, weird because I didn't see it coming. Um, she seemed like they were in a in, in a good groove uh, as a family. I mean, just Shang-Chi and her. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I, I wasn't clear about it. Was she back starting her fighting ring again, using the Ten Rings as something else? Or was she just really taking down her dad's old bad you know habits and turning it into a good thing but uh yeah so both the mid and end credit scenes did not do anything for me i didn't like it um okay so starting with the i'm gonna start with the abomination and long fight i didn't like it at all why was that in there it didn't to me like the reason why you two didn't like necessarily the uh, post-credit scene or the mid mid-credit scene is why I didn't like the Wong Abomination fight. For why? What are you doing? Who like what? <laughs> it didn't add anything to me. And I have no problem with like fan service and those types of moments. But I'm sorry, who's asking for a Wong Abomination fight? Like that's so weird. Give me anything else. Like give me, you know, um Korg. Sure. Stick a little Korg fight in there. That's cool. That's fine. Um, it just didn't make sense for me. And like, why is Wong teaching Abomination how to throw a punch? Like I, I had so many questions that he didn't really want to have at this point in the movie. I'm like, this has nothing to do with the main reason I'm here to watch this movie. So all the questions I had when I left the theater were to do with Wong. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> That's not why I'm here right now. I'm not here to watch, you know, that. I, it didn't do anything for me. It, it honestly annoyed me. And then for the mid credit scene, I didn't have an issue up until they started trying to explain things. I'm like, if they had just walked through the portal with Wong and it was done, cool. That's enough of a tie-in for me. I get it. We're trying to do the whole like setting up the Avengers thing again, where like Nick Fury showing up at the end of every movie to say, hey, come on. And it's just Wong doing it this time. That I'm okay with. Like let them walk through the portal and let it end. So I just don't like, we get it. They're being brought into the main universe. But then having Captain Marvel there and having Bruce Banner there with the arm. I thought he was smart Hulk. Where am I wrong? Did I miss? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that arm. Hello? Yeah. Bruce Banner now, but the arm is still- was supposed to be smart Hulk. That was like, I was thinking there was gonna be a smart Hulk movie, which I'm not on board for. So I was like, why is he like this now? Where is this happening in the timeline? Like, what the hell is this? Why are all my questions not about the main storyline? I don't like, stop it. You're you're like muddying the waters of the main storyline. And then for the final credit scene, uh, did not like, because the thing that I just said that I do like is I love all these beautiful, amazing female characters and their full story arcs. And it felt like that end credit scene just undid all of her story arc because I interpreted it as now she's evil. And I was like, huh? I thought we were good and we were nice and we were, you know, doing all these things and whatever. And I I wish like, I should, I wish I'd pulled an Alex, but left earlier, just like (laughs) the moment the credits roll, I'm I'm out. (laughs) That's my movie. Um, I would have been a lot happier with that. Like, like the mid, the mid or end credit scene definitely should have been just Wong showing up. It's like, okay, we gotta go. Welcome to. The I circuit. was just gonna say that. And, and, no, no, and and then and then karaoke hotel Carol California, the three of them. That, 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 that was great. Like, oh, that was cute. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then that's all you need. Uh, yeah, um, exactly. That's. I was just gonna say the perfect <laughs> mid credit scene was that Wong yeah. coming back to grab them and then karaoke. And everything yeah. is good. Yeah. Let the other uh, movies figure out everything else. 
Because <laughs> again, and to just to add to what Michelle was saying, now I have to wait for the She-Hulk series to find out why Abomination was there, why Bruce Banner was like that, why Wong was yeah. helping Abominations. Like, um, I didn't need to let that happen when that happened. I didn't need to know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my thing with the uh, Wong Abomination thing. Okay, so first of all, it wasn't clear what was going on. Uh, uh, my interpretation is that they were fixing fights. Yeah. And when, when Wong opened that portal, it looked like he was taking Abomination back to his prison cell. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Well, like until the next time, right? Like th- that's what it felt like. Uh, and and it wasn't like like there was a tonal imbalance because like oh you suddenly have superhero stuff in the middle of this like crazy kung fu uh, movie. But uh, my actual problem with it was that uh, it was spoiled in the trailers. Like the trailers mm-hmm. all showed them fighting, and I couldn't tell you what my actual reaction to that scene would have been if it had been an actual surprise, yeah. which it should have been. Uh, so that's the horrible misstep from from Marvel. It was, uh, yeah, it's it, yeah, it, it it was weird. I didn't quite hate it, but it it it's it, it's one of those weird Marvel things that like it like yeah, like Lou says, like it, it brings up too many questions about the She Hulk show, uh, like the next Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of continuity stuff now. Just to, just to add to that, like during the the whole fighting thing in the in the little arena. I was more interested in what was going on in the little cells. Like you had that guy with the uh, the, the yeah. extremist kind of thing, and who was that dude with a with a pointy mask? That was more interesting to yeah, me pinhead than looking the actual dude. <laughs> abomination. And uh, yeah, E Honda was fighting Ryu. That was nuts. <laughs> From what I could tell, yeah. I, have <laughs> I think at this point, Marvel is doing the thing where they saw success and they saw people getting hyped for these types of moments in their movies and they're like let's just stick it in every movie ever let's just it worked one time it'll work 200 times and now however many movies later it's we don't you you got our money like you've got our buy-in we are marvel fans we're here yeah Yeah, we're, we're here for it already you don't need to like tease us for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing for every single thing you do because we're gonna watch it like I'm going to probably watch She-Hulk without the stupid abomination stuff. Like, I really would. Because at this point, I'm how many years deep? How many dollars deep? I'm going to keep watching it. You don't need to keep trying to, like, come on, come on, come on. We're already, we're already on board. We're already here for it. And at oh. this point, it kind of, like, I can't think of a way to say this. It's not, like, rude. But, it, like, you're blowing your load early. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and that has been Lunchbox TV. Thank you for joining us. Um, yes. The next movie. Yes, more of that. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I even forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, no, I was going to say, I was going to say uh, that I think we're probably, like, the three of us are the exception to that rule. Like, like all those cameos and stuff probably works really well with, like, the majority of the fan base. And, 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 and like, like, us feeling this true. way, yeah, we're probably the minority right now. It, it, it might be because we have to talk about it so much. That might be what's killing it, <laughs> but I'll keep doing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's killing it, but we're going to continue. See you yeah, in 100 new episodes. Yeah. <laughs> like a drug. We'll keep taking this drug. Yes. Yes. It's killing us. We can't stop. <laughs> uh, for me, the last thing uh, I want to add to the stuff that I didn't like was that as amazing as that final fight was, especially with the dragons going crazy, 
for me, I thought it was it, it took me out a little bit because of the heavy CGI that was happening all over the place. It was still really cool, but from the the fights were just grounded when it was the the ten ring soldiers versus the the Talo warriors. It was really awesome, and I liked when it was grounded like that. But I also understood that they had to go full Marvel and do that dragon thing and the the tentacle dude. Can't remember what's name. The super soul sucker they were talking about. It was really cool looking, but I thought it just took me out a little bit, although it was still really good. Um, I I, I don't know if this is something I disliked, but but like, was it a little weird that uh, Wong also invited katie he's like he says to shang chi he's like oh uh, come with me yeah. you, like, you have to go and and, yeah. and then he treated katie like she was also a superhero like you know it's yeah. like no she shot one she, arrow she, you shot yeah one yeah arrow. exactly yeah yeah she she she, she should have been like oh no i'm coming too i don't care what the sanctum yeah, the sanctum yeah. that would have been is. more in line with her character too to be yeah. like oh no, no no we're a package deal like something yeah. of that yeah. nature would have worked better for her she did yeah, that yeah. going to uh, Macau. She should have also done that yeah. going to Wong, right? Yeah. 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 I totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, and with that, we're going to talk about our fave scenes in the movie. I uh, would like to start it off. This is so hard. I uh, yeah. Even though I started it off saying how much I like the, the high fantasy stuff with the monsters and this not, that's up there for me. But my favorite scene and the scene I keep replaying in my head is a scaffolding fight. It, the choreography, <laughs> the flipping around, that to me was just beautiful. So good. And it felt intense. It felt really intense. Like it felt like the stakes were actually high, which is what I want in these types of situations. I'm like, someone's going to fall off the building and die. Um, and a lot of people did. <laughs> so I got what I wanted from that fight. It was great. Uh, you know what? I, I'm going to say, like it was a huge CGI fest. But but like it it did seem earned the the fight between Shang Chi and uh, his father Wen Wu. It it, it it was it was like a lot of crazy stuff with the rings. But like by that point, I've seen a lot of like hand to hand stuff that like putting like instilling this mystical element. It it, it yeah, like I said, it was earned and and it, it was just really cool uh, to watch visually and uh, and and you see Shang Chi becoming you know his own person you know and the growth etc as you say yeah uh for me it was it's actually kind of two parts the first part is Wen Wu and Shang-Chi's mom Li I think her name was mm. the the fighting they had when they met the very first time the choreography mm. was really beautiful and it shows um the two contrasting styles of the way they fight where uh when Wu was like super aggressive and kind of the moms was like just soft and uh kind of airbendy for you yeah <laughs> airbender fans and then it go the part two is the shang chi and the father fight where shang chi started off fighting like his dad like the super aggressive style and then eventually moved on to combining yeah. that with his mom's technique too which got him the rings. So, yeah. Can I change my answer and copy Lou? <laughs> the mom-dad fight, the, the thing, the word that came to mind when I saw that, it looked like a dance. It was like, elegant. It looked gorgeous. Yeah. And just the movement was so, it looked like a dance. And I, I totally bought into the fact that they fell in love doing that. 
because I actually felt that like I felt like this is actually like this weird like it's like a dance like they're doing this little like back and forth romantic fight I don't know how else to describe it but it was gorgeous I'm like I want to fall in love like that oh my god like (laughs) I'm falling in love with her this is great yeah and because the fact that she beat him that's like all right now I'm interested in you even more yeah yeah so good uh with that uh we're gonna give our final thoughts and score uh, i think the, the most important thing this movie did for me was uh just reinvigorate my passion for these marvel movies specifically like the um because we're we're kind of like in this era of like the b-lister marvel characters because they, we, we did the a-listers and like shang chi when he first came on the comic books he was just a shameless bruce lee bruce ripoff yeah. Yeah, and it was just like uh, Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu, nothing more than that, never interesting. But like this movie brought a lot of interest, uh, a lot of creativity to the character and definitely generated my interest. So like, I want to see more of these like quote unquote B-listers, uh, you know, coming to the forefront, getting their own movies. And, and I'm like, I'm sorry, The Eternals, I, I'm not feeling too good about that one because it's like, that's going to be mired in like, Marvel continuity and like I don't know how I feel about that right now until the movie comes out but uh yeah Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings uh awesome movie I give it a eight and a half out of ten I okay I'll go next like I said at the top of the episode this is in my top five favorite Marvel movies it just was a lot of what I like and things I didn't know that I liked um I didn't know how I'd feel about these big monster things and all of that in Marvel and it worked so well for me um, this movie, I I feel like this is, as far as rewatchability for me, this is one that I feel like I can enjoy 10 viewings out, 20 viewings out. I feel like I'm still going to get as much from each fight because they're just so nuanced. There's so much to them that I think I'll just enjoy it visually for a really, really long time. And I think that's exciting. It's not super often that I'm like, I could watch this a hundred times and still really love this. And I think this movie might do that for me um I'll let you know once I go watch it again in theaters if I still feel the same way but I think I do um so for me I give this movie like a really oh god like 9.2 like it's more than a 9 for me but it's not like a perfect movie it's not a 10 uh so like a 9.2 it's 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 spectacular I think everyone not even Marvel fans should watch it like I just think it's a good time good stories good characters beautiful beautiful movie Love this movie. And uh, as we mentioned before, it was um, uh, not a Marvel movie until it became a Marvel movie. Uh, <laughs> this gave me uh, like the, just the feeling of watching it afterwards reminds me of kind of what I felt when watching Guardians of the Galaxy for the first time, where it's like, I don't know who these people are. I know them by name. But then again, the filmmakers did help to create all that. Um, yeah, I, I love this movie. I'm giving this a nine. <laughs> nine. Yeah. I, I, I feel like giving it a nine too. Like, you know what? I'll go back. I'm giving it a nine also. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a nine. We convinced you. Yeah, yeah, That's how we do it here. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, that is our review of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but we have a price whenever we get to a thousand subs. Um, please let us know what you thought of the movie. If you agree with us or disagree with us, all movies are subjective. Maybe you hated this movie like the piece of crap. 
like a piece of crap story <laughs> or you love this like it was 11 out of 10 uh but we'd like to know what you thought once again i'm joined by alex and michelle social medias are down here and we'll see you next time peace bye